Welcome everybody to the fourth episode of Over Coffee. This is Faith Baptist Church's weekly podcast. Uh, my name is Alex White. I am the youth and family pastor. And today I have Andrew Shannon joining me uh, on the podcast. So this past Sunday, we had Mark Taylor from Mount Traber Bible Camp. Uh, he came and uh, shared a little bit about camp life and um, what camp is all about as he's the director there at Mount Traber. And um, then he had the opportunity to give the message, uh, give uh, a talk on um, Fruit of the Spirit. So uh, talking about walking in, in the flesh and walking in the Spirit. And I think it's kind of interesting that um, he had that passage because it wasn't uh, planned all along that he was going to be preaching, but uh, it just happened that uh, the way circumstances came out that he had an opportunity to speak at the church. So um, it was fruit of the Spirit, walking in flesh or walking in the Spirit, and it's really interesting because when you think about it, you have like a week where some of these kids are immersed in uh, camp life and uh, allows them to really understand what it looks like to be walking in the Spirit. And great to hear from Mark and what was on his heart as uh, you get a better understanding that uh, these kids are truly getting a good uh, mentor in Mark and uh, you know the the leaders that are are there are being chosen by him and the other staff members so you know that they are being really cared for by Mark and the team so Andrew when you were uh, younger you you mentioned this to me before because we've had conversation but um, you know you've, you've been at camp at a very early age uh, camp has been an important thing in your life what uh, why why do you think camp is so important? I mean, you know, um, camp life is is one of those things that it's kind of it seems like it's it phases in and out, and uh, it's it's an it can be a very one of those one of those key parts in in a in a youth's life, and and they say you know. Um, those who actually really don't know Christ or are growing in their faith, there's two key parts in a youth's life, and that's going to camp or uh, going on mission, going on a mission somewhere. Um, so can you kind of elaborate why you feel that uh, camp was so key in your in your life as a, as a Christian? Most of the kids out there, uh, if you look at... Just in general, the statistics, uh, most of most of kids between under the age of uh, 15 come to salvation at camp. Um, it's just it's just one of those things that is incredible if you think about it. Uh, kids kids don't have a like a mind of an adult, so they you know they sim- simply get things that are that are simply put simple. Really, like they just they really have like childlike faith. So there's not all these things in the way barriers of belief you know they they just see things in a much clearer perspective so when they come to camp you know they're faced with what's going on there and since bible camp infiltrates their life throughout the whole week 
it gives them a really good idea of what's going on and they and they seem to to really get it right at that age so for me growing up it was the same thing grew up in a christian family but it really didn't hit home until i went to camp and really had those questions brought to my attention and everything else is kind of put aside and i had no other option really i i was just thinking through what was being said and i just had to realize you know, where my life was at and it wasn't in the right spot so after going through that week of family camp I accepted Christ at six or seven I think it was but so the years later I decided to work at camp because I, I, I knew it was that important you know to see kids come to salvation so you're, you're saying like family camp working at camp which camp was it that uh, you attended I started uh, for all well, ever since I can remember. My mom and dad, uh, we we went there to family camp, and uh, every year we look forward to it more than Christmas. And I've been doing that ever since I started working there on staff, and then I started there in '98, and I finished in 2002. And then from 2002 to 2004, I worked at another camp in Magog, Quebec, Camp Livingston. And there I started to realize there was a bigger bigger scope of, of kids that I've never seen before. There was a lot of uh, mixed city kids. Uh, there was kids that came with knives. Um, there was a lot of different kids that came to that camp. And it was a real eye-opener because I, I wasn't used to that. And it gave me the opportunity to, to, to see those kids and where they were. And I found there was more of a hunger because these kids didn't have, they didn't have Bibles. They didn't have a church. They didn't have nothing. Uh, you know, some of them were from uh, different group homes. And it was cheaper for the kids to be at camp than it was for them to be right there at the group home. So they would drop all these kids off to us. And and they were challenging, uh, but they were the most rewarding at the end because they, they really got the gospel right away because they already been through that road of um, discomfort and, and heartbreak. And they know it all too well. And for us to have the opportunity to show them something better, something that lasts, they they opened up with open arms. And it was some of the worst kids I have ever met were the ones that came to salvation because they 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 didn't take things for granted. They didn't take the fact that they grew up in church. They it was it was actually kind of nice to see. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. I was I was talking to another friend of mine uh, who's a pastor in town here in Truro, and um, they're associated with another Bible camp, um, Camp Pegwiak, and they were saying a teen camp, uh, which is kind of interesting. A teen camp, he said, they were full, and that's the interesting part is they were full, but not only were they full. Um, he said, he said guess, the, guess the percentage of how many saved kids were actually there versus unsaved. And uh, he told me it was 40% of the, 
were only Christians. So the other 60% were unsaved kids who, you know, who haven't had a relationship with Christ, who don't know who Christ is, but they were at a teen camp. Um, that just kind of goes to show you where camp is important at in today's day and age. Like, I mean, it was important back then, as uh, as you were mentioning. Like, you know, all these all these kids that were coming there who were troubled and uh, you know came with weapons and came with this, this sketched background and, and everything else. Um, it's it's the same as it was back then as it is today, but. Um, there's just different circumstances surrounding them, but they're all still hungry for the same thing, and that's Jesus Christ. Um, that's it's just so amazing to still see that um, you know kids are, are wanting to belong to something, and that camp is one of those things that uh, that can provide that belonging. Um, and it's really great to see uh, men and women um, just standing up and saying, you know, we're here to be that something. Um, and, and, you know, as in Mark and Debbie are, are very faithful in serving at Mount Traber. And, you know, we're grateful as, as a church, as FBC, to really be sponsoring and supporting that uh, mission that they're on. Our, our kids, you know, I can't wait to be sending uh, my kids out there someday to just you know, uh, take in camp life and, and really just be immersed in the gospel and, uh, uh, and just be around other Christians. You know, it's, it's one thing to be around mom and dad and, and grow up in a Christian home, but it's another thing to be around peers who share the same faith or um, being around people like 24-7 doing the same thing, living the same way. It's, it's, just, it's just another dynamic. You know, because you know when they're in school, they're they are missing something. There's that you know the worldly view and living in the flesh, like Mark was talking about, living in the flesh. And uh, you know, when you're at Bible camp, yeah, there are people there that are living in the flesh, but um, really, it's your 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 goal is to live in the spirit and live in the spirit of things uh, of of Christ, right? So, um, yeah. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you have kind of some of the final words, Andrew, because uh, like the podcast is called over coffee. Mine is cup is just about empty worth of coffee here, and that's kind of about the time we end is when the cup just about runs dry. I usually like two cups, but I think I think at this time of night, this is later in the evening, so yeah, we'll. we'll I try. think this just might have to do. The, the might have to do. I think we'll have to cut the cut, cut it back, or we won't be going to sleep tonight, and we'll be really tired in the morning. But as far as camp goes, I find it's very important that people understand that camp just doesn't operate just on like hopes and dreams. There's there's always that that need for for people to give financially for somebody to come along and help them even with their own um with even work hours putting in work hours just to 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 do the actual upkeep of some of the buildings uh mount traber for example they don't have a whole lot of money in the budget for for new buildings so they depend on other churches and other um uh, missions in the area that will help out and to to really help them uh, upkeep some of their buildings and, and you know to keep things going and you know it's so so important you know and and if you ever worked with children you you understand um, all too well that 
you know how important it is you know because some of these um, some of these kids that come uh, they come from foster homes you know they come from you know just just racks of situations and they they come in and they and it might be the only time in their whole life um, that they that they hear about Christ you know and they don't have that opportunity but they do there at camp I was talking to a lady at my work uh, she's almost 60 and when she was a kid she was at Mount Traber and she still recalls the good times that she had and that was years later so you just never know what kind of impact you'd be making in the kids lives you know and and I, and I, I thank Mark and Debbie for doing that you know to give up year after year you know pouring into that and you know it's it's a blessing you know even for years later it's certainly a blessing in my life you know and and even even if you're not if you're not able to go and you know help, help out like a lifting hand or financially there's there's always other opportunities um, that that you know you could always call the camp you know and ask them what you can do and there might be something that um, they can let you know that you might be good at mm, like even uh, just keep keep reminding remembering them in prayer like I mean uh, we, we we sometimes take it for granted that they're just in our backyard they're not far um, and we don't consider that to be a mission but they're literally missionaries in our backyard they're they're living on mission and uh, we need to remember that and and remember that yeah they do need our hands they do need our our, and our prayers so uh, yeah and like I said my my coffee cup is is empty and it's too late to have a second so we'll uh, sign this one off and just remember if you like what you're hearing uh, leave a, a like ratings review a comment and and share so that people can find our podcast easier um, and we hope to join you next week uh, with some of the questions you might have uh, about the upcoming message that uh, will be coming on Sunday. So yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to send us an email and drop us a line.